Okay. This is How to Convert a Democrat into Being a Republican, Part 3. Okay, so in Part 1, we talked about systemic racism. This is a very easy argument to debunk and actually turns Republicans, rather than being the racists, into the anti-racists. Systemic racism, out of the way. That's the most important issue for most Democrats. Second most important issue, probably climate change. Um, And again, you completely flip the paradigm from the government being the solution to climate change and capitalism being the problem to exactly the opposite. Capitalism is the solution to climate change. Government is the problem. It is the problem. Okay. Probably the third biggest issue um, for Democrats, and and this one was debatable. I thought about a lot of different issues. Pro-choice was one that I considered, um, but 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 a lot of Democrats <clears throat> see the issue of the second Second Amendment. Oh, guns! Guns are so dangerous. You must you must. Uh, you, know, you must be a violent person if you own a gun. Like, this is crazy. More guns equals more violence. No. No, no, no. The gun control argument is extremely easy. And again, you want to have both a logical and an emotional argument for any issue that you talk about. And ideally, it would be combined into both. You would have one argument that is both logical and emotionally compelling. Gun control. Easiest, 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 uh, <laughs> you know, thing to convert a Democrat about. And in fact, I've actually successfully converted every single Democrat in my political science club at the University of Northern Colorado on this issue. Every single Democrat that comes to my club, when they come, they're anti-gun. When they leave, they're pro-gun. Here's how you do it. So many Democrats think that guns equal more violence. More guns equals more violence. This is not the case. Obviously, as Republicans, we already know this. But here's an emotionally and logically compelling argument to win a Democrat over on gun control. A lot of Democrats believe um, in something that they like to call rape culture. So on college campuses, uh, when I was a freshman, uh, first starting it at in college, I was required to undergo a, I don't even remember what it was called. It was like a, every student that enrolls in, in university, especially public universities nowadays, has to go through like consent training or something. I forget what it's called exactly. But basically just telling us what we already know, what we learned in first grade. Um, <laughs> hitting people is wrong. Uh, you know, raping people is wrong. Uh, you know, basically the difference between consent and non-consent. And it's just like, oh my God, why, are, why do we have to do this? This is so stupid. But anyway... Uh, so, but a lot of a lot of Democrats believe that there is something called a rape culture, and in this consent training course that you're required to go through, they give you a statistic that may or may not be true, but we'll just assume that it's true, which I don't believe. But 
that's a topic for another day. But they give you a statistic that between one in five and one in four women on college campuses are sexually assaulted uh, during their four years on campus. Well, first of all, my God, if that's true, I would never send my daughter to college. I mean, my goodness, that would be a horrible statistic for a third world country. I mean, that is that would be truly uh, horrific if that is the case. Well, how do you protect against rape? Think of a girl who, you know, think of a guy that's that is that is a bully. He's a jerk. You know, he's just he's he's completely sexist and misogynist. And well, how do you protect a girl from being sexually assaulted? You give her a gun. How do you prevent rape? And this is how you convince a Democrat to change their stance on gun control. It's so easy. You just say, well, what's the best way to prevent a woman from getting raped? You give her a gun. You give her a gun. If someone is trying to rape a a defenseless woman who can't protect herself, well, it's it's not going to be very difficult if they don't have a gun. But... If they're armed, if they have a gun, it changes the entire dynamic. All of a sudden, the rapist is scared of the woman. How amazing is that? That is empowering to women. Give them the ability to protect themselves from people who wish to do them harm. The, the other emotionally and logical, com, logically compelling argument is the issue of mass shootings. If mass shootings are so bad, why do you not want defenseless children to be able uh, to be defended with guns? There's a reason mass shooters target schools. is because they know there's no guns there. But imagine if uh, teachers who used to be in the military or teachers who used to be Police officers, what if those teachers were allowed to carry weapons? Then the mass shooter would be the one running scared, and it would be, um, and the kids would actually be protected. So, you, come up with emotionally and logically compelling arguments uh, that would appeal to a Democrat. Mass shootings are very scary to Democrats, and they associate mass shootings with guns and AR-15s and all these big scary weapons. But what if AR-15s were the solution to mass shootings? Here's the thing uh, with converting a Democrat. All you have to do is, is use their arguments, but show them that their own arguments are the reason that all these horrible things are happening. And, and, and actually... Put their arguments in favor of, your, of the point that you're trying to make. They say, AR-15s are the reason for mass shootings. Well, what do you say to that? You say, actually, AR-15s are the solution to mass shootings. Because if there's a, if there's a teacher um, or, or a security guard or whatever that has an AR-15, mass shooters aren't going to target a school because they know that they're going to get shot. Guns are, are how you defend yourselves. 
yourself against a mass shooter or a rapist or someone who's trying to physically assault you or sexually assault you or what or kidnap you or whatever. Guns are the solution to bad things happening. Um so so I mean the most the most emotionally and logically compelling argument is probably the that that guns prevent rape. Okay, no democrat can argue with that. N- no one can argue with that because everyone's against rape. So if you want less rape, then you should advocate for m- for more people having guns. It's that simple. I mean it really is this simple. Um also, if you want less mass shootings, then you should advocate for more people having guns. Because mass shooters aren't going to attack you. Uh, shooters in general are not going to attack you if you have a gun. They're just not. I mean, they might, but they, they would have to be incredibly stupid, which they already are. But, but even if they do attack you, 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 you eliminate the threat immediately. So they don't cause as much damage, and they're less likely to cause damage in the first place because they'll probably be deterred from ever doing it anyway if they know they're just going to get shot right away. So if you want to prevent rape, if you want to prevent mass shootings, if you want to prevent kidnappings, if you want to prevent any bad thing that could happen to somebody that could risk their life, um, then you should be in favor of, of higher gun ownership. And there's a very easy way to test this. Um, there is a town in Georgia... The name of the town is called Kennesaw. So Kennesaw, Georgia, and I might be pronouncing the name of the town wrong, but forgive me. Kennesaw, Georgia, it's a town of about 20,000 people, so not a huge town, but, you know, it's a, it's a good sample size, 20,000 people. And what they did was passed a resolution where everyone in the town of Kennesaw would receive a free gun from the government. And with a few conditions. Obviously, if you have a history of, of mental illness, then you wouldn't receive a gun. If you have, you know, a violent criminal history, then you also wouldn't receive a gun. So there are a few stipulations um, about if you qualified to get a gun. But they gave everyone in the town of Kennesaw, Georgia, a firearm. Okay. So most Democrats would think right away, well, oh my God, everyone has a gun? There, it must just be a war zone in this town. No, exactly the opposite. In one year, the town of Kennesaw, Georgia, saw an 80% drop in their violent crime rate. 80%. And it makes, 100%, it makes so much sense. A criminal's not going to attack anyone if, if they think that there's a pretty good chance that they have a gun on them. I mean, this experiment has been done. Look at the most violent places in America. New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. None of these places uh, have... No one owns a gun. Legally, anyway. Criminals still do. But... Law-abiding citizens don't own guns, for, on, for the most part, in these uh, cities, yet they have the highest violent crime rates. But look at the towns, look at the cities in America that are the most well-armed. There's almost no violent crime. So, when it's all said and done, the Democrats' argument on racism is extremely weak. 
The Democrats' argument on how to combat climate change is extremely weak. Government is the problem, not the solution. And their argument on gun control is extraordinarily weak. If they're against rape, if they're against mass shootings, then they should then they should want more guns in schools by obviously responsibly trained, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, safety protocols in place. You know, it should be done reasonably and responsibly, of course. Um, but if you want less rape, if you want less mass shootings, if you want less kidnappings, if you want less physical assaults, then you should be in favor of more guns in the hands of law-abiding, responsible citizens. If you liked that episode of Better Nate Than Never, feel free to leave me a good review on Apple Podcast, or you can follow me on Facebook at Better Nate Than Never and Instagram at BNTN Podcast. Due to political discrimination and free speech infringement by leftist big tech corporations, I do not endorse any monopolistic social media companies and will be active on Parler at Jonathan Wiggins II whenever it becomes available again. I will still post on other social media platforms, but not as frequently. The best way to help the show is to share it with your friends. For guest recommendations, please email bntnpodcast at gmail.com. If you or someone you know would like to advertise your company or business on Better Nate Than Never, these questions can also be sent to bntnpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening, and remember, it's always Better Nate Than Never.